KPFK, Los Angeles. From Public Radio. Preventing truth decay. Truth decay. Next. Reality Check Live. We talked to America's largest fake news media watchdog group and asked the obvious question, so where do we go to find real news? It's next. Here are your news headlines from around the country. Civilians were evacuated from the war zone in southern Syria due to an immediate threat to their lives. The transfer of the displaced Syrians through Israel is an exceptional and first-time humanitarian gesture. Discussions are in the works for Vladimir Putin to come to Washington. People have been confirmed dead after a Ride the Ducks boat capsizes and sinks on Table Rock Lake. Uh, At this time, we have 11 confirmed fatalities. Severe weather firing up tornadoes across Iowa this evening. Oh my God, there just went a house. Violent steam pipe eruption paralyzing part of New York City just before rush hour. Adrian Cronauer has died. He was best known for his radio catchphrase made famous by Robin Williams. Good morning, Vietnam! Mark Zuckerberg is backtracking after controversial comments. There's a set of people who deny that the Holocaust happened. Yes. I don't believe that our platform should take that down. San Francisco is letting illegal immigrants vote in a school board election this November. An Orange County, California resident seemingly swallowed up by thousands of Africanized bees on Monday. Good Samaritan is now being credited with potentially saving the life of an eight-month-old boy. She saw him alone in the backseat of a car in stifling heat. The witness then called 911. Bulletin. Reality Check. Live. Hi, I'm Sonia Barrett, host of the Expansion Zone. And I'm Christine Blasdale. Greetings, this is Anielle Fields, KPFK General Manager. Along with me, Carrie Harrison. Join us this October with our favorite powerhouse transformational speakers, wealth and abundance creators, media panels, and health and wellness experts on our KPFK transformational and holistic cruise to Cabo. It's round trip with two overnights in Cabo. Our ship has assorted cabins from which to view the world, an array of entertainment options, including movies under the stars, and sumptuous dining choices, even 24-hour room service. How about four pools, seven whirlpools, and a dozen dining venues, stage shows, live music, and a comfortable bed in your spacious stateroom. Five days with our favorite powerhouse transformational speakers. Join us this October. KPFK cabins are flying fast, so you need to book now. KPFKcruise.com. KPFKcruise.com. Or call 800-707-1634. 800-707-1634. We have taken over your radio. We are now in control. We can crank up your radio's volume, or we can turn it down so low that you can barely hear it. Then we can turn it back up and mess around with the bass line. Or we can crank up the trouble. We can blow out your left speaker. Oh, my God. We can even make your radio sound like a broken CD. We are in total charge. We are in complete control. We are Reality Check Live. (laughs) All right, are you ready to play? Ready. Let's do it. Carrie Harris with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org, where you can get a podcast of this and every other broadcast. We're coming to you on a variety of different FMs, AMs, NBC stations, as well as public stations. And one of the things that we all deal with is this notion of fake news. As I sit next to Mercy Malik, we're always like, Jesus, 
how do you parse out what's real and not? Mm-hmm. It used to be a luxury, say, 10 years ago, where you would bring on experts to talk about, you know, iffy news. But now all of it seems to be iffy. And the most common question we receive here at Reality Check Live is, well, where do I go to get half-decent information, quarter-decent, tenth-decent information? That's why we're bringing on right now Angelo Carasone. He is the president of Media Matters. Media Matters is really the go-to place if you want to understand how all of this stuff is put together. Who owns what? What do they get out of it? Is uh, CNN, which is owned by you know Time Warner, does it mean that Warner Brothers is actually selling the record and blah, 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 and what's real and what's not real. It's not an easy answer, but that's why we bring on smart people like Angelo to help explain Lucy uh, how we can actually navigate these incredible shoals where the... the, where our ships are being torn to shreds, all these metaphors, I'm going to stop and welcome you to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I appreciate that. Very nice. We're glad you're here. And right now we have uh, really one of the most extraordinary things. We know that President Trump loves Fox News. Uh, yeah. If you're in any airport across the United States, you're forced to love Fox News. But now he's taken Bill Shine, the uh, former co-president, and moved him uh, as deputy chief of staff. This, by the way, would be the same position Carl Rove held for uh, George W. Bush. That's right. Yeah, I mean, the, the, and this is the first time there's ever been a deputy chief of staff for communications, too. And part of it is really to indicate that the role and footprint that Bill Shine's going to have in the White House is sort of bigger than the traditional communications director role. Um, and, you know, the reason I think it's significant is because Bill Shine, you know, it, you know I think if you understand that Fox News is a problem and you're concerned about Fox News, the, there's no way to think about Fox News, the um, independent of or separate from Bill Shine. Um, he was there at the inception. There are not that many people that were really there at the beginning all the way through, at least in terms of developing it. It's Roger Ailes and it was Bill Shine. Um, and for almost all of Fox News' history, Bill Shine was Roger Ailes' right-hand man. So he was really responsible for implementing. When Roger Ailes would give instructions in the morning, which is how he tended to operate the network, um, Bill Shine really implemented it. He would make sure that they had the right guests on, that the guests would be able to say what they needed to say, um, that every show's programming would identify the top narratives and sync up. Like he was very consistent about it. He was the enforcer and the implementer. Um, and so most of the things that make Fox News so destructive, dangerous, and terrible, um, you can in large part credit to Bill Shine's ability to implement and get things done. So just to put it into accurate perspective, what we're saying is that Fox News has now relocated into the Oval Office. I think this would qualify in the Edward L. Bernays sense as proper propaganda. Yeah, I think that's and I think you hit the nail on the head, too, in terms of the description of propaganda, because one thing that that Bill Shine did that Roger Ailes didn't have the chance to do um, when Roger Ailes was forced out of the network for all of the sexual harassment uh, reports against him, uh, Bill Shine, that was in August of 2016. And Bill Shine really converted Fox News from being sort of a right-wing political operation, which is how they had functioned. In fact, it's not unfair to call them a political operation, even dependent of their content. They were structured the way a political campaign would be structured, not the way a news network was structured. Even their org chart looked like a political campaign. Um, Bill, Bill Shine became co-president. And right after that, what he basically did was line it up pretty aggressively 
with um, Trump's messaging. Uh, and that was during the campaign and then when, once Trump was put into office. And um, it, he really did morph Fox into an actual propaganda operation in every single sense of the word. And, uh, and so now you see him sort of, you know, he was forced out of Fox News. And you know, imagine why he was forced out. It's not just because you know, he got bored. Um, it's that what had happened when Bill O'Reilly was fired for all the serial sexual harassment that he had engaged in, um, <laughs> it became clear that Bill Shine was actually wasn't just tolerating it or supporting of it, you know, or, or sort of turned a blind eye. That Bill Shine actually enabled it. Um, that was one of his biggest things at Fox. Outside of his data job of running the place, um, he enabled sexual harassment. So he would um, retaliate against women that filed reports internally. He tried to get one particular person institutionalized. He tried to get her family to institutionalize her. Um, I mean, it was that level of involvement in terms of the enabling and the covering up and the retaliation against some of the people that had re- been reporting Roger Ailes and other personalities along the way. And he was ultimately forced out of Fox. And then three weeks later, did his very first job interview with Donald Trump uh, in June of 2017. I just want to jump in for a second. Uh, people get in out of their cars. Uh, we're on right at the peak of prime time during the news hour. So, you know, every 10 minutes, it's a brand new audience. We're talking right now to one of our favorite people on the planet because he happens to understand virtually everything there is to know about the news cycle. And that's what we're talking about in here in our fake news clinic is why it works the way it does, how it ends up the way it does, and why it's a real problem. Uh, we're talking to Angelo Carasone. He is the president of Media Matters. He's in Washington, D.C. right now. And Tommy Jefferson would be doing double reverse backflips. He would be having a peristaltic surge. There'd be emesis splattering all over the walls with this notion of moving somebody like uh, Bill Shine of Fox News right into the Oval Office. Wouldn't this suggest then that everything that the president wants, he does demand loyalty like a, a mafia don uh, and who doesn't love a mafia don i mean come on what good clean fun if you like your kneecaps that the president whatever at his whim and whimsy um would then be executed through communications that's now uh bill shine's sources deputy chief of staff same role as carl rove that from now on whatever's on fox news and everywhere else is going to be coming out of donald trump's head wouldn't that be truth decay potentially? Yeah, without a doubt. And I think the one thing too that is different from that bill that I think makes Bill Shine uniquely capable to expand the footprint of influence outside of just the traditional Fox bubble and some other parts of the media, say Sinclair Broadcasting, and you know then some of these more extreme right wing programs like Alex Jones, is that one of Bill Shine's job at Fox News was actually giving other people jobs. Um, he insisted for decades to be the person who was solely responsible, not just for, um, you know, helping to line up guests, but actually he was the one that was the final decision maker um, um, for those very lucrative, uh, you know, uh, contributor spots across the spectrum. So he would, he was the one that gave jobs to left-wing contributors and right-wing contributors. And that means that he has a pretty wide sweeping range of relationships that he's built over over the years and a lot of favors. Um, and even during the Bill O'Reilly stuff, I saw it firsthand when Bill Shine was sort of on the hook, you know, you started to see some people who he had previously given gigs to or, had, you know, 
talked about the possibility of it coming out of the woodwork to defend him, um, liberals coming out of the woodwork to defend mm-hmm. him. And part of it was their own self-interest trumped it. And I think that what you'll see now in this role is the ability for him to exercise not just his past relationships, but think about the kind of power that you have when you're in this sort of role. And as you keep refer- referring to Karl Rove, I mean, part of the reason why Karl Rove had that role um, was that it is there's a lot that goes along with it. Um, and the ability to demonstrate that you can exercise that soft power will mean that he'll just project much more of a unifying message across the across the media landscape. And one thing that happened right away when Trump became off came into office that I think sometimes gets lost is you know it wasn't just the fact that every day uh, the White House and Trump goes against and attacks members of the media directly. They actually invited trolls, actual trolls, people that refer to themselves as trolls, into the White House press briefing room, gave them credentials. Um, they don't have permanent credentials because that's not something that the White House gets to give them, but they give them a day pass every day. Um, parts People from Alex Jones's program, uh, uh, some other far-right uh, uh, you know, individuals who sort of go in there, and really what they do in the briefing room when the cameras aren't on is just troll other reporters. Um, and that just contributes to an atmosphere and a climate of just like being in a bunker. Um, it makes it harder to do your jobs. And, and I think that you'll see those kinds of tactics at scale with a guy like Bill Shine, who is as much of a knife fighter as Donald Trump is. Mercy Malik, Carrie Harrison with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. You can actually catch a video and you can see Angelo Carrison. He is, of course, the president of Media Matters. They're based in Washington, D.C. And, and you're a young guy, Angelo. And, and we're going to end with the question, where do people go to get better news? Because we're getting tweets constantly at Go Harrison on Twitter, at Go Harrison. Your Twitter, by the way, is at Go Angelo. So yep. I have to give you great compliments for your huge marketing team like mine <laughs> coming up with a good Twitter handle. Mercy Malik, Carrie Harris with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. Talking to Angelo Carasone, president of Media Matters. More to come. Reality Check Live. News. Reality Check. Recap. For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik, and this is your Medical Minute. Coffee lovers, rejoice. Your daily beverage may be boosting your heart health, but there's a catch. Wait for it. Scientific American reports recent findings indicate that coffee consumption can increase the health of the inner chambers of the heart and the cells that line blood vessels by boosting the amount of a protein called P27 in the mitochondria of those cells. A recent study conducted in Germany showed the mitochondrial respiration in 22 months month-old mice to be equal to that of six-month-old mice after only 10 consecutive days of caffeine consumption. But here's the catch. The mice were receiving the human equivalent of four to five cups of coffee a day, which might not sound like a lot to some of you Java junkies, but consumption of just two cups a day has been linked to problems including trouble with conception, increased miscarriages, heartburn, insomnia, heart palpitations, and irritability. Moral of the story, maybe consult your doctor before starting with the triple espressos. And now for your history minute, which also involves beverages. A recent study of ancient Mayan artwork indicates that Mayans used cacao beans and even hot chocolate as money. Science Magazine reports that although the Maya never used coins for transactions, the study found countless depictions of different forms of chocolate being used both in bartering and as currency. Previously known accounts by 16th century Spanish colonizers mentioned paying workers in cacao beans, but the recent study is the first to identify the use of chocolate as a purchasing mechanism unrelated to your 
Europeans as early as the 6th century. The Maya even paid taxes to their kings in the forms of cacao and woven cloth. Important to remember that even though the mighty Maya civilization flourished for thousands of years, they had effectively disappeared by the mid-1500s. So if you happen to owe the IRS this year, best to not pay in Hershey bars. For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik. Recap Reality Check Live with Carrie Harrison. Listen, well, it's still legal. Reality Check Live. You've seen the headlines. You've watched the videos. Now own the best of Black Friday beatdowns. For only $19.99, you'll get four hours of raw, uncut, uncensored, and out-of-control security camera footage of Black Friday from around the nation. You'll get the vicious Victoria's Secret beatdown. Watch them pummel each other for panties. You'll get the $2 Waffle Maker Meltdown. Order the best of Black Friday beatdowns now for just $19.99 and we'll include the bonus Blu-ray War at Walmart. Featuring stampedes, tramplings, and the pepper spray in L.A. video. All of Black Friday's greatest hits. The best of Black Friday beatdowns on sale tonight at midnight. Hi, I'm Sonia Barrett, host of The Expansion Zone. And I'm Christine Blasdale. Greetings, this is Anyel Fields, KPFK General Manager. Along with me, Carrie Harrison. Join us this October with our favorite powerhouse transformational speakers, wealth and abundance creators, media panels, and health and wellness experts on our KPFK transformational and holistic cruise to Cabo. It's round trip with two overnights in Cabo. Our ship has assorted cabins from which to view the world, an array of entertainment options, including movies under the stars, and sumptuous dining choices, even 24-hour room service. How about four pools, seven whirlpools, and a dozen dining venues, stage shows, live music, and a comfortable bed in your spacious stateroom? Five days with our favorite powerhouse transformational speakers. Join us this October. KPFK cabins are flying fast, so you need to book now. KPFKcruise.com. KPFKcruise.com. Or call 800-707-1634. 800-707-1634. Reality Check Live. What's interesting about radio? Radio's voice reaches everywhere throughout the land. Turn the amplifier switch to the on position. The desired frequency appears on the tuning dial. Start programming right now. Ready, switch on. Fake News Clinic. Harry Harrison with you, and this is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. And you can follow us on all social media at Go Harrison. We're talking right now with Angelo Carasone. He is the president of Media Matters, considered America's strongest watchdog of the media. And under Angela Carasone, the organization's focus has shifted toward looking at the alt-right conspiracy theories and on fake news. Hence, our fake news clinic today. You're a young guy. You could have gone into, and I think your career was to go to go do law and the rest of it, but you decided to throw yourself over the hot embers of hell and devote everything to this. It's that important to you. We now are understanding it's that important to us. Uh, do you see a, a rosy future in journalism in the U.S., or I mean, what yeah. are we confronting? I mean, look, I mean, no matter what the issue is, right, um, the media is the issue. And whether they talk about it, how they talk about it, um, who they bring on to talk about it, that has an effect on it, be it a political campaign, a national policy fight, a local policy fight, which is partly what drew me to this kind of work was that it just cut across every single thing that mattered. 
Um, and so it, I do think it is really important for us to have a healthy, you know, in, information ecosystem. And in particular, when you have, uh, you know, a, a democratic system, you need a somewhat informed populace. Uh, so I, that's just critically important. I think, you know, for me, one of the, there's a lot to be sad, depressed, and uh, concerned about these days. The one takeaway, and I'm a critic of the media by nature, but um, the thing that has changed with Trump is that there has been a investment up, uh, on the part of major newspapers and other major outlets to invest in investigative reporting. So, you know, even though there's so much hollowing out of our newsmaking apparatus and they're under pressure and there's all these commercial interests that sort of distort how their editorial decisions, um, there has been a resurgence of long-form investigative reporting. That's a fact, and that is a thing that I think will be lasting during Trump and beyond Trump, that there has that just the idea that somebody is out there digging for the truth and to find it, those old tactics of just basic journalism 101 that really lost favor um, in a in a largely commercialized media environment have now become viable, profitable means again. So you've seen CNN, Washington Post, New York Times all make significant investments in their long form investigations and reporting. And I think those people don't tend to have big footprints and they're, they're not big celebrities, um, but their work uh, really does have an effect on all of us. Most of the scandals, for example, about Scott Pruitt that ultimately forced him out, um, that wasn't just falling out of the sky. Uh, that was the work of hard, uh, of, 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 hard, of, of hard journalism. And that took time and energy and ultimately investments from major you know, publications to actually think that work mattered. Um, so I think that's the one bright spot that, uh, that, that is there right now. Um, there's a lot to be critical of, but that's, that is the one thing. And to that, I think it helps answer the fake news question, which is at the end of the day, you know, there are plenty of trusted sources that people like personally and word of mouth is still a very effective form of communication, but newspapers um, and some of these other big outlets, ones that have real standards are probably the safest way to go. Angela, that's incredibly encouraging because a lot of people say, oh, journalism is dead and all the standards have been disbanded, etc. This might sound like a lowbrow question, but I think it's a really important one that people ask me a lot. And I'm not sure Mm -hmm. if my answer is sufficient. If you are a person trying to redirect Fox News viewers to other Mm. reputable sources, do you have a, a sort of encapsulated pitch to them when people say what's wrong with fox news I, it, they're they're truth tellers well i watch them all the time their graphics are good is that's there, for sure is yeah. there something non-inflammatory to kind of open the door to letting people see that there are other options and they should be in those options and out of that option yeah i do two things um i, I try not to fight them on every issue because i don't think that's important people can you know one thing that makes fox strong and durable is that they they tell like their, their audience is primed for a fight, right? They are told that it's okay to be, you know, yourself and that liberals just want to make you feel dumb and uninformed. So if you come out of the gate telling somebody that they're dumb and uninformed or you even imply that, yep. it, it sort of makes their defenses go up. So the two things that I do quickly are um, I point them to Shepard Smith. Um, he's by no means like the greatest person in the world, but he's on Fox News. And uh, there's so much evidence of him actually actively debunking and contradicting Fox Fox's own information. Um, and when he does it, he actually makes it very clear that he is that the stuff that you're that Fox has said about that topic, be it Comey letters or Russia's investigation or climate change, um, is uh, is opinion. And that what he does is journalism. And I think that's an important distinction. It doesn't persuade people right away, but it's like, oh, that's weird. Why is, Shepard, why is somebody on Fox News 
saying something different. And then the other thing I do is when I redirect them is I don't redirect them to the New York Times um, or even to CNN uh, because the fact is they're not going to trust them. And then they, I don't really need, I can't persuade them to do that in a short time. Um, I direct them, redirect them to their local news. And now these days you have to be increasingly careful not to redirect them to Sinclair. a local Sinclair station, <laughs> right. um, which you can, if you go to findsinclair.com, it's an easy resource to figure out which stations are currently Sinclair, which stations are not just by putting in your zip code. But, um, but outside of that, your local news is probably everybody trusts their local news. Um, there, it's the one thing that has been relatively stable for all of these decades. It hasn't really changed. And so if your local news is saying something contradictory to the Fox narrative, um, people have a tendency to have a little bit more credibility and clout in that than, say, what you're hearing on Fox. And that's kind of the way that I redirect them is to, to think about the, whether it's a national fight, like even this trade war stuff, which is definitely going to be a big piece of Fox misinformation. They think we're going to win this thing. It's going to be awesome for everybody. When you look at local news, for example, they'll start to, you'll start to see the devastating effects. And one area where that was really, I saw that really play out was during the healthcare fights. Mm. Um, because at Fox, you heard it was that, you know, death panels. And then locally, you actually saw really meaningful differences. Local business owners talking about how they were able to hire more people. Like, there was actual stories that just, that, that did, that was so inconsistent with the Fox bubble that at some point it, it did shape and change some, some of their, their audience a little bit. Well, we want to thank you so much, Angelo Carasone. He is the president of Media Matters, mediamatters.org. You can follow him. You can follow him on Twitter at GoAngelo as you're following us at GoHarrison. You already answered the question of where could people go? What can we do? Um, Often, you know, I have to... uh, Outsource. I have to go offshore to, you know, Der Spiegel in Germany or the Daily Gleaner in Jamaica or right. Le Monde or uh, the uh, Zürcher Zeitung in Switzerland, for God's sake, to find out what's going on in my own Capitol Hill. But clearly, when we go to Media Matters, we get a better sense, uh, integrated sense of what's going on. And I really want to thank you for your brave work, because I'm sure Mr. Trump has not been your biggest fan, Angela. Not a fan, no. Well, what a ringing endorsement that is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything more laudable. Mercy Malik, Carrie Harris with you. This is Reality Check Live, realitychecklive.org. We've been talking to Angelo Carasone, president of Media Matters. More to come. News. Reality Check. Recap. For Reality Check Live, I'm Mercy Malik, and this is your Environmental Minute. Rats. Some people hate them. Some people think they're cute. They're definitely smart and crafty and have been known to steal pizza in New York subways. A recent study suggests, however, that rats may also be contributing to the demise of coral reefs. UPI reports that a study of invasive rats on oceanic islands identified the damage as occurring as follows. Rats move in. Rats eat seabirds and bird eggs. Less birds mean less bird droppings called guano, and that guano is essential for healthy coral. Study authors found that reefs near islands with no rats were home to 50% more fish and enjoyed three times as much grazing as those near islands with rats, and that grazing is exactly what promotes coral regeneration. With multiple threats to coral reefs worldwide threatened 
threatening disastrous environmental consequences, some ecologists are pressing to add oceanic island rat eradication to the list of ways to give reefs a fighting chance. And finally, your surprise minute. An Arizona security guard posing as a police officer got the surprise of his life recently when he attempted to fraudulently pull over a car containing two state troopers. (laughs) The Associated Press reports the 44-year-old had tricked out his Dodge Charger with police-style flashing red and blue emergency lights, a police scanner, and a siren, but he picked the wrong target when he attempted to pull over a yellow Mustang on a Phoenix freeway. Unbeknownst to him, the occupants were not only state troopers, but they had already run the culprit's license plate after spotting the suspicious cop-style lighting. So fake cop tries to pull over real cops, and then real cops turn on their lights, and the rest did not go well for the impersonator, who was armed and wearing his security uniform at the time. So that old adage, dress for the job you want, not always. You can follow me on social media at The Actual Mercy for Reality Check Live. I'm Mercy Mallory. Recap Reality Check Live with Carrie Harrison. Hi, I'm Sonia Barrett, host of The Expansion Zone. And I'm Christine Blasdale. Greetings, this is Anielle Fields, KPFK General Manager. Along with me, Carrie Harrison. Join us this October with our favorite powerhouse transformational speakers, wealth and abundance creators, media panels, and health and wellness experts on our KPFK transformational and holistic cruise to Cabo. It's round trip with two overnights in Cabo. Our ship has assorted cabins from which to view the world, an array of entertainment options, including movies under the stars, and sumptuous dining choices, even 24-hour room service. How about four pools, seven whirlpools, and a dozen dining venues, stage shows, live music, and a comfortable bed in your spacious stateroom? Five days with our favorite powerhouse transformational speakers. Join us this October. KPFK cabins are flying fast, so you need to book now. KPFKcruise.com. KPFKcruise.com. Or call 800-707-1634. 800-707-1634. 1634.